Welcome to the Career Ready Podcast. Learn about resumes, cover letters, LinkedIn, interviewing, and all the things you need to be career ready with the Career Services Center at the College of DuPage. I'm one of your hosts, Michelle Malik. Later in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about what transferable skills are and how you can use those skills to your advantage during the job search process and also within the workplace. And I'm another one of your hosts, Rebecca Harrington. And at the end of this week's episode, I'll be talking about our listener mailbag question submitted to careerpodcast at cod.edu about what to do on your resume when you're changing careers. But first, you'll hear from our other host, Pierre Michaels. For this episode's resource, we have a special treat for you as we look at AbilityLinks. October is National Disability Employment Awareness Month, or NDEAM, and AbilityLinks is a resource to support job seekers with disabilities. To help us learn about the program, we have Kate Beck, a program coordinator with AbilityLinks, to share information about it. Kate, thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. So to get started, can you provide a quick introduction to AbilityLinks? Yes. Um, So AbilityLinks is an online platform where job seekers with disabilities and inclusive employers are able to connect and share valuable networking opportunities. Our goal at AbilityLinks is to help individuals with disabilities explore and gain meaningful employment opportunities nationwide. So who can use AbilityLinks? Any individual living in the U.S. um, who has a disability can sign up and use AbilityLinks. And what is the value of using the platform? The value of using AbilityLinks is that any job seeker with a disability is able to search for work opportunities directly from employers who value disability inclusion. Um, There's also tons of resources on our website, anything from tips on how to build your resume better, interviewing um, tips as well, um, and ways to become more successful in the workplace. Beyond those resources, are there other benefits of AbilityLinks you want to highlight? Yes. Um, All of our employers have their own pages where they're able to add information about who they are, where they're located, um, phone numbers, and we also have email addresses on there. So if any job seeker wants to ask questions about a specific accommodation before applying to a role, they're able to do so. It's great that you're providing that connection. Yeah, we want to make sure that they're able to be successful in that role. So how can someone access AbilityLinks? So someone can access AbilityLinks by looking us up online. We are www.abilitylinks.org. You can also find us through our social media pages. We're listed on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, and LinkedIn. Okay, thank you for sharing this information. I know AbilityLinks is a great resource for job seekers, and I recommend our listeners utilize the platform. Also, the Career Service Center at College of DuPage will have Kate provide a deeper dive into the platform when she leads a demonstration as part of our webinar series on Thursday, October 27th at noon. Like all our webinars, it's free to attend and all are welcome, but registration is required. To register, visit our website at cod.edu slash career services and view our workshop and webinar schedule. Thank you so much for having me. Look forward to our event in October. Thanks, Pierre. Um, It was great to hear from Kate about all of the resources that AbilityLinks offers. So today we're going to be talking about transferable skills, and you might be wondering what are transferable skills. Um, So as we mentioned in a previous episode, 
Transferable skills include skills that you can transfer from job to job. So even if you don't have a specific skill that's listed on a job description, you always want to ask yourself, what skills do I have that would be closely related? Um, And also, how can I market these skills to catch an employer's attention? So now that you know what transferable skills are, you might be asking yourself, well, why are these important? So if you've acquired prior knowledge, it's always going to be easier to tackle a new set of tasks in a job. You may not necessarily need additional training to get your work done, and you may also have a smoother transition into your new work environment. So with that, employers can really then focus on teaching you those industry-specific skills or what are called hard skills rather than the soft skills. Now, talking about soft skills, if you listened to our previous episode, we did speak about those or the top eight NACE competencies that employers are looking for. So all of those skills or competencies are in fact transferable and you can highlight these skills within your resume or during an interview too. So that's what I'm curious about today to hear from Rebecca and Pierre. What are your tips? Um, So we'll start with Rebecca. How can you show that you have transferable skills on your resume? Yeah, I think it's exciting to think about how what you've done in previous jobs can transfer to your next job. And those NACE competencies like communication and teamwork are just things that are easy, right? Uh, well, hopefully easy, right? So <laughs> if you think about it, even if you are somebody that uh, maybe even didn't hasn't had a job yet, but you've been involved uh, on campus or involved in a volunteer organization, you've probably worked with others. You've had to communicate with others. So it's, a, it's an easy one to kind of grab onto and share with others. For me, you know, I came uh, from being a teacher. So I was uh, an English um, faculty and now I work in career services. So for me, an easy quote unquote transferable skill was presenting, mm-hmm. right? It's a way of communicating. Obviously, as a teacher, you have to present. And surprisingly, as a career service specialist, I also have to present (laughs) all the time in classrooms and even just, you know, in an individual conversation with somebody, having that ability to explain a concept to someone else is a really important skill. So that was one that I certainly highlighted on my resume when I was transferring from being a teacher to working in career services. I love that example. Thanks for sharing that. Um, So now I'm going to turn it over to Pierre. What about in an interview? How can you speak about your transferable skills in that setting? So a lot of times with the interview, it really comes down to the prep work. And this is true for the resume as well. But you were talking about the job description and understanding what's listed on that. So you guys know I like to talk about a Venn diagram. We have our self-awareness and we have the awareness of the job. And then we try to look at that middle section where they're overlapping to identify what we want to focus in on. So when we think of our background, if that is school clubs, being academically involved in not just the clubs, but also class projects or our previous employment, and then trying to identify how does that overlap with what was in that job description. Mm. So as an example for myself, I, as I was getting started in the field, did an internship in a disability office. It wasn't necessarily employment related at all. I did get a chance to work with some students that were working on resumes and things like that. But my first job and a vocational side was working with job seekers with disabilities. Mm. So I focused a lot in on those aspects of working with people with disabilities. And then when I transitioned into this role that I'm in now, well, 
the disability component wasn't as important, but the vocational job seeking side was. So making sure that I was highlighting those transferable components from job to job because I did that Venn diagram of what did I have as my experience compared to that job description. Yeah, definitely. How about you, Michelle? Do you have any transferable skills that you've shared between positions? Yeah. So the example I can think of is I had an internship interview to become an orientation leader. And I was going to basically supervise and train other orientation leaders. Um, So they asked me, like, when have you handled an emergency situation? So at the time when I was at Illinois State, I was actually working at a crisis hotline where we had to take calls from all types of callers who were in emergency situations. So I was able to use that example and let them know that I had worked closely with people who were going through different types of emergencies. And I could take that skill and transfer it to working with orientation leaders and even students if they had anything that came up for them. That's great. Like, that's really like a different, I would say it's not different, but maybe not a lot of people have emergency skills. So that's that's a standout (laughs) thing to include uh, in your resume and in in an interview. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it was very transferable because, again, like you'd never know what's going to happen in in those situations. Like if there's, you know, a medical emergency. Yeah, exactly. You have to remain calm. So I just let them know (laughs) I can remain calm in any situation. That's great. Thanks for sharing, everyone. So this is definitely a topic we're going to return to in the future. And now we're going to hear from Rebecca with a listener question. Awesome. Thanks so much. That was a great discussion. I love it. In fact, we're going to kind of continue this discussion a little bit with our listener mail today. So the question is, what tips do you have for someone that is changing careers? What should I focus on with my resume and in my interview? So I think the first thing is to focus on those transferable skills. So connecting, you know, what you've done before in that previous career, and then looking at what you're transitioning into. And I think that kind of calling back a little bit, Pierre, to your Venn diagram, that is a really key component. So that means go through the job posting really closely and maybe with a highlighter even, like mm-hmm. print it out and highlight it or on your computer, highlight, you know, what are the the, the words you see that you connect with? Like, oh, I've done that. I've done that. Even if it's not everything, right? So for example, if it says, you know, analyze, um, you know, customer reports for, you know, something, something. And maybe you haven't done that particular type of report analysis, but you've done report analysis. Maybe they weren't customer reports. They were some other kinds of reports. Well, you've done analysis of reports. So those are the things that we're highlighting. And you want to make sure those words are on your resume. Mm -hmm. You might have other words along with them, but the focus is you want them. And to be honest, the ATS, the applicant tracking system, which I can't remember if we've brought that up yet on the podcast, but definitely something we're going to mention. You know, when you submit your resume, it goes through a computer oftentimes first. And so having those key words that are in the job posting that you have done before, even if they're not exactly the same, but they're pretty close, you want those on your resume so the computer and the recruiter pick them up when they're looking at it. Anything to add to that? What do you you guys think? I mean, any tips or tricks how to find those words? I really like the highlighter activity Mm -hmm. that you were talking about. That's a great way to 
one, prepare your resume for the ATS, but two, help us really identify these are the things I should be communicating on not just the resume, but now we're making notes for the interview as we move mm -hmm. forward and identifying those transferable pieces within that. Because those are probably the ones that they'll ask us about mm -hmm. in the interview. So kind of thinking about your answers. Yeah, I like that. Uh, and then the other thing to think about is any training or schooling that you've done that you can add to your resume to show that you've prepped for this new career, make sure that's actually mm -hmm. maybe towards the top of your resume. It doesn't it doesn't have to be. I mean, if, if you're if you're a career changer where you've worked for a long time, sometimes, you know, we move our education more to the bottom of our resume. Whereas for, you know, brand new, just graduated student, we like to have that education at the top. But you know what, if you are changing careers and you went back to school and you've gotten a new certificate mm -hmm. or a new degree, it might be time just at least for a little bit to move that education back up towards the top of your resume. And just because you brought it up too, and, and that is in the question in your interview, you know, mm -hmm. to really focus on some of those examples and things that you've learned in that education. But that doesn't mean that you can't also bring up your past experience in previous careers, right? Because we know there are transferable things with that too. Yeah. So, you know, I think those are, those are both important. So doing that research on the job posting itself mm -hmm. and making sure that you kind of think about how you're going to organize your experience on your resume and in your interview. And then the last thing I just want to mention is do your research on the career on the company and show your passion. Because if you're changing careers, people want to know that you're doing it for the, the right reason. You're not just, just doing it to do it because you think, you know, well, this sounds easier. <laughs> I'll just make more money if I, you know, but no, show that, that you really thought about this. Like, yes, I enjoyed what I used to do, but now I've decided to do something else and I have a passion for this thing that I'm changing into. Mm -hmm. Have you guys found that when you've interviewed? It sounds like we've all been through some career changes, right? There are <laughs> our careers. Uh, did you find it important to show kind of your passion when oh, you were interviewing? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I definitely agree with researching the company and what they stand for and like presenting that in an interview because I feel like that'll show them that you care enough about that position or that company to say something about that, that you took the time and the initiative to look for information that you find interesting and that align, that your goals align with the company's goals basically. So yeah, I definitely think showing that passion is very important in an interview. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you're making a career change, you're making it for a reason. And the employer wants to know, why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. So if you're not passionate about the change you're making, that's a red flag to that employer. So it's not just looking at the skill sets that you're carrying with you. It's the reasoning behind that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's important to have your, this always sounds weird when I say this to people, but almost like have your story. Like, what is your story? What is your, what did, why did you get into what you used to do? And why are you transitioning now? And also, I think understanding that the person that you're, that's reading your resume, that you're interviewing with is a person, mm -hmm. it's a human, and they will understand if you can explain it. You know, if you've got that passion, people are excited for people to make a change in their life. They want somebody, again, that's done their research about their company, mm -hmm. that's excited to work for them, that's excited to do this new job. And so I think uh, a lot of times job seekers just assume that it's going to be this really uphill battle. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it, it could be, it depends on the 
you know, the how 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 uh, 360 the change is. But um, but really, you know, if you can if you can show a, a reason, if you have a story about why you're making the change and you can show that you've been doing the work to get ready for it, they're going to be accepting of it. Yeah, and I know the question is for resume and interviewing. But another important thing that we always bring up is the cover letter. Mm-hmm. So that's another opportunity to tell that story, especially when you're doing that career change, not telling the whole thing, but inserting a line or two to help engage that employer in that application process. Yeah. If your resume has a lot of experience on it that is somewhat unrelated, I mean, no matter how much we show those transferable skills, having a cover letter where, again, yeah, just have a, a sentence or two that explains why you're going from one thing to another. As someone that's reviewed resumes and selected candidates before, that is absolutely something that I'm going to look for. And as long as I see that, then I'm I'm usually pretty good. As long as you've got a solid, you know, connection with your experience. Um, going back to the resume too, I've worked with a few students and clients that are changing careers, and they always tell me, "Oh, well, I don't have a lot of experience. Not quite sure what to put on my resume." But I think what's overlooked is the academic experience that they have, right? So if they're going to school, they're engaging in class projects. They're showing that they can work in a team. And I always encourage them to put that on there too, because I think it's just overlooked. Um, So that's another way to show that you have skills directly related to that job, even if you are changing careers. Yeah, that's great. Because a lot of times people, maybe they're working at, you know, coffee shop or restaurant or something, and they're now they're getting into that kind of career that they went to school for. And it is a change. So they think they'll come with their resume, right, with no experience Mm -hmm. on it, because they think none of that is relevant. And I think it's important that, right, not only do you want to think about the work experience or volunteer experience you've done, but those class projects, too. That's Mm -hmm. great. All right. Well, hopefully that's helpful uh, to those of you that are transitioning your careers and be sure to send us your listener mail to career podcast at cod.edu or find us on social media at cod career center let us know your questions and you could be on our next listener mailbag all right thanks rebecca for sharing all that information and thanks to all our listeners and special thanks to kate beck for sharing her insight on ability links We hope you are set to utilize today's topics of transferable skills and encourage you to join us in our next episode when we speak with an executive and corporate recruiter about her evaluation in the job applications.